0: Hello. 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 Season finale. Season two finale. In what well, I mean, we call them seasons. I think it's probably been a little bit grand, but yes. <laughs> Basically, we 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 fancy a break for a few weeks, so a, a collection let's, of
1: episodes that have naturally run their course.
0: That's it. So let, let's call it a season, um, and it ties in quite nicely with the new Marvel film Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um so we've decided for this episode is gonna be a one hundred percent Doctor Strange from yep. Wall to Wall coming out of our assholes Um because, you know, you know Where else is it, it gonna come from? Exactly. Um
1: <laughs> but also the reason why is that we've both been lucky enough to see the new film the we week have. of release.
0: We have and which is a rare occurrence. A very rare occurrence. Me. Um,
1: so we thought we'd just have a massive spoiler-filled episode where we dissect yes. it. We've got some listener comments that we'll talk about. Yep. And basically just sort of have a bit of a nerd out. So yep. this is your spoiler warning. We will be talking about the plot. We will be talking about cameos. We will be talking about plot progression. If you've not seen it, skip this episode, come back to it once you've seen it.
0: I mean... Yeah, we, when we say spoilers, we mean spoilers. We are kind of not going to hold back. We're going to cover everything. So, um,
1: fair warning.
0: Fair warning, indeed. Fair warning, indeed. Okay. Um,
1: so first off, so, maybe maybe let's let's give the listeners a tickle of what format did you see it in?
0: Oh, I saw it in the fake IMAX one. Is that a four? Is, not
1: four DX Super Screen.
0: Well, it's the one that Vue have. So Vue do the IMAX things, which aren't real full-sized IMAX screens, but they're basically IMAX certified for picture and sound quality and things. Right. They're, so they're fairly well. I mean, don't get me wrong. It looked and it sounded fantastic, but it isn't your full-size, five-story-high IMAX screen, right? Right. So. Um, but it's certified and, and quality controlled by IMAX to be as good as it could possibly be, without actually being an IMAX screen. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, I, yeah, normally there's an Odeon near me normally that does their own version called iSense, which is same idea, but the the screening times and whatnot didn't line up, so I ended up going to the View uh, instead. Okay. How, fair about, how about you? What, what, what was your
1: I was lucky to have um, advanced preview tickets mm-hmm. so I managed to see it Tuesday before release on a Thursday um, mm-hmm. through some mental circumstances um, and we, it happened to be an IMAX showing which was just a nice surprise and because it was Pre release we had to put our phones into little sealed
0: bags
1: and Oh was, really? Oh yeah, it was oh, really proper strange. preview screening kind of proper thing. preview. Oh right, okay. And uh, free popcorn, bottle of drink and some button badges, <laughs> which it. was very pleasant. Oh
0: that's great.
1: But yeah, that's the cool. IMAX was I just I haven't seen much IMAX really in my time and hmm. I didn't realise how loud it was gonna be and I'm now having second thoughts about whether I want to see Top Gun two in IMAX.
0: <laughs> was this, sorry, was this a proper IMAX screen?
1: As far as I'm aware, yes, it is listed as this is an IMAX. Oh, fantastic. But it wasn't as good as the IMAX that I've done in Leicester Square.
0: Okay. That one's
1: phenomenal.
0: Right, okay. I think the the best one I had was... um, We have an IMAX in Bradford, which was the first one in the country, um, which is part of what used to be the National Museum of Photography, Film and Television... Mm -hmm. And it's now I think the National Media Museum or something like that. Right. Um so there's an IMAX screen there. As I say, it's the, the first one in the country, uh, back in the early eighties I think. And that's like the proper almost square, five stories high screen. Um it basically goes from the ground floor to the top floor inside the, the wow. inside the whole building. The whole the whole museum is kind of built around the screen and the auditorium. That yeah, that's sense. pretty cool. It is is pretty impressive. Um but I think the best one I had was uh, when I went to see the a press screening of Prometheus. Oh yeah. At the BFI IMAX in London.
1: Uh, I, we have meant we we have talked about that privately. I'm yeah. sure of it. Yeah.
0: Uh, and that's an that's an incredible screen. That was that was that's huge. That's huge.
1: But it was um, it was an experience to say the least. One oh, I was yeah. seeing, you know, a brand new film, but also one of the first showings to see it. Um, Yes. So, yes. thank you. Thank you to my friend who couldn't make the viewing. <laughs> yeah, sucks to be him, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he he certainly owed a few hooches. Mhm. Yes. So, let's get straight
0: down to business. Doctor Strange yes. 2. So, in terms of the format here, as I've already said, extremely spoilerific. We're not kidding. If you don't want to know anything, stop listening and come back later. Um, in terms of, we've both obviously seen it, and I think, other than the general feeling, I think it's fair to say we both enjoyed it. We've not talked about it. No, we've really, we've kept
1: ourselves to ourselves this week because, yeah. again, well, for example, you don't know if I've enjoyed it. I didn't say if I did or not, but no. It'll make for more interesting listening.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. So. So I, I've got a few notes. I think you've got a few notes. We've got a general. Oh well. Okay. We've got we got a general structure. <laughs> um, as, <laughs> I mean, as as useful as that's been in the past, we've got a general uh, structure. But yes. Um, so let's. Give us a plot. Let, Give us a plot. A plot summary. Okay. So, basic plot: Doctor Strange and Wong. Um, find themselves um, unexpectedly helping out a, a teenage girl, um, America Chavez, uh, who has a, a power that she can't fully control to travel through the multiverse. Now, she's on the run from someone who's trying to steal her power. Uh, she doesn't know who, but we we soon discover that that is actually the Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, um, who we last saw being possessed by the Darkhold book at the end of WandaVision. She, obviously, you know, again, this this requires a bit of background knowledge of WandaVision, but in that she created her own reality to deal with the death of Vision in uh, Avengers Infinity War, and as part of that reality she created her her own family, which included a version of Vision from her imagination, as well as two kids. She's figured out, that across the unlimited number of multiverses, there must be one somewhere where she really does have kids and she's living a happy life. And she figures that she can, if she can track down uh, America Chavez, she can use her powers to find that version of Wanda in that universe with those kids and take over, basically, and live that life happily ever after. With, with her kids and kind of without really obviously selfish motives, understandable, but selfish motives and without kind of realizing the damage it could do to the stability of the multiverse and, and the kind of death and destruction that she's leaving in her path. So Strange and Wong kind of um, take America under their protection and um, Chaos ensues. I'm glad you said chaos ensues
1: because that was going to be my link in. Chaos <laughs> ensues. Chaos now, the phone, the film, the phone, the film opens with not our Strange, and I mean not our Strange, as in our MCU Earth six one six Strange. We are introduced to Defender Strange, who is trying to help Chavez escape this demon, which we mm-hmm. obviously then, as Mark said. Is the Scarlet Witch, and I was very shocked to find he comes a cropper very quickly. <laughs> um, yeah, he does not yeah, last one He he seems quite weak, which is not what I expected from a Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, Although,
0: and we'll get to this later,
1: that's not necessarily the last we see of him. No. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, Chavez enters this. She uses her power, comes to Earth six one six, our MCU as we know it. Um, meets mr our Stephen strange who is at the wedding of christine and this is where the first sort of annoyance came for me at the way we- at christine's wedding obviously steven's there as Stephen doctor Stephen strange not mm. mcu superhero doctor strange and he's there in a suit and he looks out of place but then that doctor from doctor strange one turns up i can't for the life of me remember his character
0: Dr. West, was it, I think? So. Might
1: be. Michael Stolberg or something like that, I think his name yeah. is. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: was on the poster, but he's there for about 10 minutes.
0: Yeah.
1: What's the. Uh, I didn't think there was any need in that, and it was just a case mm. of. Remember this dude? Mm hmm. It mm-hmm. wound me up. But then, okay. at the wedding, him and Christine make up, blah, 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 blah. Chavez turns up with this one eyed monster thing. Mm hmm. Oh, right. i which was incredible and mm-hmm. great fight sequence and this is there here where we know we see that this really is a Sam Raimi film
0: yeah yeah first of many sequences actually where where it's clearly it's Sam Raimi um
1: doesn't hold back from no it's it's graphic for a 12 to begin mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. it's the, the, I thought the CG was better than a lot of Marvel things, have, a lot of things that Marvel have put out of recent. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, having just finished Moon Knight, that's a whole other episode. But mm-hmm. Eternals, I thought the CG was shocking for a film of that scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, they defeat this poor bloody squid thing by pulling its eye out, and it's it's, it's it's, it's there tentacally horrible gooey bits and all it it was a proper it, it, moment it was
0: an unexpectedly gloopy moment and i think it was it was the sound effects the squelchy yep. pop there's a few <laughs> gasps in there yeah, i thought it was fantastic um and I yeah, I yeah i think you're right i was watching that thinking yeah this this is a sam Raimi film just the way the kind of how can i put this you go back to something like Evil Dead. I mean, it's like, it's kind of the the camera work in the Evil Dead films is practical camera work, right? It's real cameramen throwing real cameras around, etc. Whereas in this scene in Doctor Strange, it's obviously, I, I'm presuming virtually all of it is entirely CG, right? But it's the CG equivalent of that insane camera work. Mm. And it it works perfectly. It's straight away, even though it's it's virtual cameras and it's a CG environment, you get it's got the Sam Raimi feel to it.
1: You feel like you're you're with the character rather than really, watching the character. And yeah, I have to really say, up close. I was on Reddit stalking the Marvel subreddit, and somebody asked what's the best format to watch Doctor Strange two in. Mm. You mentioned four DX, which is the sort of simulator version that Cine will oh, do. Yeah, yeah bugger that, I would be <laughs> sick as a dog. Um, and, I, and I like roller coasters, so I thought, you know, yeah. I did 4DX for Rogue One, and oh, I just felt so horrible.
0: Mm, mm. But,
1: yeah, you feel like you're in it. It's messy at times throughout the whole film. I thought, yep, yeah, some of the sequences here are messy, but we'll come on to our favourite sequences. as we In move messy through. in what way? You couldn't... I couldn't focus on certain aspects because there's so much going on. mm also, I'm going to apologise for my voice. Somebody went to a concert last night and very much enjoyed themselves. Um, so no, not
0: what you mean the the kind of kinetic oh, visuals. That's good, I like that. Where I think I know exactly what you mean. I think there are some filmmakers who, in an action scene, who just cut endlessly, and you sure. can't follow what's going on because it's just being cut, 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 cut. There are some who, um pull back and like let you see everything that's going on and that's great because you get a visual sense of where everything is and there are some like him where again going back to the olden days he's literally running backwards and forwards in and out of everything with the camera and you you although yeah you might not quite make out what's happening you feel like you're being thrown around with whatever it yeah. is is throwing you around as well, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So it almost makes sense that you can't quite tell what's happening because you're being thrown around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think there's, there's more to say on, on Sam Raimi. So, so Wong, Strange, and now Chavez need yep. to work
1: out what the hell is going on. Mm. And Wong, who is amazing in the whole film, I absolutely mm. love Wong. He's now obviously Source of Supreme. Says, oh, you know, oh, somebody else with magic needs to, to help here. Who, who knows that magic? And Doctor Strange says, oh, Wanda, remember her? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That we had an entire series devoted to to find out she's absolutely batshit. Mm-hmm. So he goes to Wanda, it's all idyllic, yada, yada, yada. And then something gives it away that it's not quite what we're seeing. Mm. So then we realise that, yep, she's still taken by the Darkhold. And it is her fighting Chavez and basically yeah. she gives him an ultimatum, give me the girl or mm. I'm going to fuck shit up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and poor camotage is what I'll say, poor Camatage. Yeah, well, sh-
0: all those shit people. Get, shit gets fucked up. Um, I think, yeah, that that's a good sequence, again... Again, really, kind of pushing the kind of twelve boundaries there. The, the water scene, um,
1: the reflections. Yes. Oh, it's like something out of the ring. It was terrifying.
0: Well, well, there's, there's, there's a sequence similar to that in one of the, I think can't forget, remember it's the first or second Evil Dead, but there's a sequence where Ash is looking in a mirror, uh, and all of a sudden the reflection reaches out of the mirror and grabs him. Okay. And I was like, really getting that Evil Dead vibe we you know with all the, the, the yeah she uses she's just to backtrack so strange traps wander in the mirror dimension she gets out that's it by by finding anywhere in camotage with reflections so mirrors shiny metal puddles on the floor so you see these like arms coming out of all these puddles and mirrors and so on as she's trying to get out of the mirror dimension and it's just again just visually just so inventive so inventive and as and as as kind of visually inventive as the first film was in how it presented all these like folding dimensions and worlds that was a very much sit back and watch whereas here like Raimi is right in there kind of as as we've already said just just diving in. He's not kind of sitting back to taking the grand spectacle of the whole thing. It's like It's quite intimate shot. It is yeah, it is and it works really well. It's kind of, I was thinking all the way through and and I'm sure I'm, I'm not the first person to think this but is it a case of Sam Raimi has made an MCU film or the MCU Marvel have made a Sam Raimi film Because as much as he's made Spider-Man and he's done three Spider-Man films, and there were bits like the Doc Ock sequence in the second film where the tentacles go crazy in the operating theatre.
1: Yeah, there was horror elements to it. Yeah,
0: and there was that it had those visual, kinetic, camera move kind of things. There weren't many of them in the Spider-Man films. Whereas in this, it feels much more like Sam Raimi being Sam Raimi mm. in terms of those early earlier films of his. I think there's more of that energy in this film than there are in all three of his Spider-Man films.
1: That's valid. I mean, he's, he's a horror director, isn't he? That's where yeah. he cut his teeth. And yeah. Spider-Man, as you say, has elements. It's a straight-up action sci-fi superhero film.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: mm-hmm. coming back to the the sequence of the um, uh, the water reflections and how she's getting out mm. into the real universe out of the mirror dimension, it's accompanied by those stupidly high pitch, fast, stabby strings that you love mm-hmm. in horror films, mm-hmm. and it makes you jump. It really yeah. does. And we'll but come on to other those, sequences.
0: You get those flash hands and quick camera moves that yep. end on a tilt. Yep. Again, if you look at the... Have you you seen the Evil Dead films?
1: I have seen parts of the original. I've definitely seen the remake.
0: So if you look at the originals, all three in fact, they've all got those quick whip camera moves that end on a Dutch angle, called a Dutch angle, right? That slightly tilted angle. Right, okay. Um, And they've all got them. And it's literally like watching... Not like watching an Evil Dead film, but it's literally like... If you didn't know it was Sam Raimi directing it beforehand, you'd have a guess at the end of it, kind of still thing. You'd yeah, Sam Raimi directing, kind of thing. So, and about, I love that.
1: I love that about it. So shit goes south. wanders now very much uh, after um, Miss America, and yeah. she—you can—she finds out that she can use her power, when she's just full of fear. And obviously, you've got the Scarlet Witch coming after you. She's terrified. She then opens a portal and pulls strange through it, right? Or yeah. he pulls her through it. One other way, again, you saw it more recent than I did.
0: But Yeah, so what, what is it now? So yeah, so at this stage in the story, Chavez doesn't appear to be able to, con- to control her power. As you say, this ability to open portals and jump through the multiverse only kind of manifests itself when she's in fear. Almost like a self-defence mechanism kind of thing. Mm. And yes, as you say, Scarlet Witch, is shit scared a portal opens and Chavez jumps through and I think, if I remember rightly, Strange jumps in after her
1: I'm sure because
0: he ends up they end up going through a few through, universes they go through a few, which again is just like, it's a short it lasts maybe 10 seconds, 15 seconds but it goes through this insane stream of universes, there's the, there's the shot from the trailer, His face where faces all blocky and like, stuff. Yeah, it's like all cubes, right?
1: Oh, and the dinosaur.
0: <clears throat> there's the di- there's the one with the dinosaur in it. There's the one where they turn into paint, and he, later on he goes, "Was one of those universes paint?" And she's like, "Yeah, that I don't like that universe. It's really hard to get anything to eat." Yeah. Um, one of them is is like an animated. One, yeah, where where they're like, yeah, they're like hand animation. Um, and it's just like, I wanted more of those, yeah. I was hoping it's they like, were going to explore can, more of that. Can we stop in one of those for a couple of minutes? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um,
1: but this is where they end up at Earth 838, which right. so is they
0: finally come to a rest in Earth 838,
1: still yeah. in New York. Yep. But it's like a utopian New York. It's yeah, everything's kind of green. It's not sci-fi
0: yeah. flying cars kind of thing. We've a few we, we differences. We go on red. We walk on red. We've we stop on, on green. So strange nearly gets run over at some traffic lights. Um so there's a few little differences but generally speaking it's it's kind of familiar kind of place.
1: And this is where we get our first cameo that I'd like to dissect mm. into here, interject mm-hmm. into here. It's a Sam Raimi film. Who do you think will show up here?
0: Oh, let me think. Could it be Bruce Campbell? Groovy. Groovy indeed. Yeah.
1: What a cameo <laughs> this was. What a
0: cameo. And it, and it wouldn't be a Sam Raimi film without Bruce Campbell. And he plays... Um,
1: Papa's pizza is going to get paid, pa- or whatever it was. That's it.
0: Pizza Papa, or something yeah. like <laughs> that. A little, he plays a street food vendor, right? Uh, and uh, America thinks she can have you know she thinks in this in this universe the food's free uh turns out it's not and and pizza papa wants pain um so, so strange casts a spell where it of course again if you've if you've seen evil dead you'll you'll recognize it where where um bruce campbell basically slaps himself uh, continuous I
1: wondered if that was an Evil Dead nod.
0: It, it's an Evil Dead 2 nod. Okay. Where Ash, his character, his hand becomes possessed.
1: Okay, is that why he chops it um, off?
0: Yes. Right, spoiler alert, so okay. So his hand beats him up, basically. And there's a whole sequence in Evil Dead 2 which I think Bruce Campbell just kind of... um, um, oh, What's the word? Hang on. Hang Goes apeshit? No, yes, he does, but it's the word where he's not rehearsed; it he's improvised. improvised. Rewind. No, no, no that
1: that was that was genuine. That was good. You
0: keep that in you. All right. <laughs> oh, so there's a sequence in that that Bruce Campbell improvised, where he, he gets beaten up by his own hand. Basically, so he's punching himself, smashing plates over his head, grabbing his head, and like forcing him to do like a forward somersault kind of thing. All this crazy stuff. But it was my fa- obviously... one of
1: my favourite lines in this sequence was. Obviously, they then walk off because Pizza Papa is. To it. Yeah. yeah. How long is that gonna like? Oh, is that permanent? Now it'll wear off. After how long? Three weeks. Yeah. Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, that was great. That was a great. Obviously, Bruce Campbell can't go wrong. It was a great, fun cameo, and a great, obviously, another callback, Evil Dead style. Um, to, to kind of previous stuff. So that that was fun. So they they then soon arrive at the Sanctum Sanctorum. Because that's going to be a common place for them to yes. to have a, a bit of an
1: idea as who they're going to find there. Yeah. And when they arrive at the Sanctum, there is a statue outside of Doctor Strange.
0: Of, of, their, of that universe, Doctor Strange, Which, who we find um, out... Yeah,
1: 838 uh, Strange.
0: Yeah, who we find out as... Yes, this is 838, so this is Strange number three who we find out has... who died, defeating Thanos. So we're like, oh, okay, Uh, so who's looking after the Sanctorum? Well, that would be Mordo. But not our Mordo. (laughs) Mordo,
1: Not
0: not our Mordo. This is the 83 universe's Mordo, um, who, in contrast to the last time we saw our Mordo at the end of the first Doctor Strange film, uh, appears to be best buds, with. It doesn't last Doctor Strange doesn't last long, but they go inside. Um, our Strange in America bring Mordo up to speed on what's been happening, and he um, and
1: he gets it because eight three Strange also yep. had an inkling about the multiverse, so Yep. eight three so. Mordo was like, yeah, cool, okay, I get it, I get it.
0: Yeah, and, and we were, you know, our strange did warn us this might happen, etc. And I think, if I remember rightly, um, that universe's dark hold is under is in the Sanctum Sanctorum. Yes, they they're looking in, after it un, under lock and key, so it's safe apparently. However, um, the f- friendly little chat with Mordo seems to have been a ruse because sure enough they are drugged basically Uh, the sneaky little tinker put something in their tea (laughs) and (laughs) they next wake up um, under lock and key themselves Um, and where are they being kept? The Baxter building The Baxter building What's that Um, I hear you
1: say? When did we last hear about the Baxter building? I'm glad you asked Dan (laughs) Fantastic Four.
0: Fantastic Four. So, um, a few murmurs in the audience when I was uh, watching it of of recognition in the Baxter Building, but more interestingly, who should be working there? But uh, Christine, or that universe is Christine. Yes. um, As a a scientist um, who worked with their Strange um, and whatever organisation. Is she's currently working for um, and she basically says you know we can't trust this version of Doctor Strange um, because um, clearly clearly something happened with their version of Strange that, that they're trying to keep a little bit to themselves at this stage mm. um, but for whatever reason they don't trust Stephen Strange they don't seem to trust any version of him so here, I think is where in terms of what I was looking forward to most was probably I don't know if dis- disappointed is the wrong word, but I Underwhelmed. Think this, yeah, I think this is this kind of bit now is where they could have really gone um all in, and this is where a lot of the rumors. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, were kind of circulating, and
1: well, take it a step back from yeah the rumors and versus the film, mm-hmm. the, the trailer. So at this point, Strange is obviously um, a prisoner. Yep. He gets taken by Ultron robots, yep. successful Ultron Sentinels. Yeah, to be to meet a, a council sort of thing, yes. which is confirmed as the Illuminati. Yes, however. The trailer gives away certain members of the Illuminati and well, the
0: only one it really confirmed explicitly was was professor X Captain
1: Carter too
0: well, the more recent trailers have done yes sure but but, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah,
1: so we know Patrick Stewart reprised his role as Professor mm-hmm. X, and we get mm-hmm. a comic book accurate, Professor X, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I loved it. You know, yellow mm-hmm. hovering chair, yep. green suit. Um but then we're introduced to eight Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Maria Rambo. Yep. Um, Captain Carter, of course, uh, which ties into the What If series, so Haley yep. Atwell, um yep. Captain Carter. Yep. We're int- reintroduced maybe, but I don't think anybody of anybody watched in Humans. Mm to Black Bolt, which was a surprise and I, I picked up on it, but not a lot of other people did.
0: No, not a lot did. Um, but yeah, you know, because as you say, I just don't think Inhumans was was that big of a thing. I mean it was a pretty crappy programme and I just don't think many people watched it. No, but I it was suppose, the, same, the
1: same actor.
0: Which is good, to be fair. Because um, he's a good actor, right? So I'm glad that they at least brought him back.
1: But then my favourite. Mm. Absolute favourite. When they're introducing the Illuminati, who takes mm-hmm. a seat? But Mr. Reed Richard himself, the head of the Fantastic Four, played mm-hmm. by John Bloody Krasinski. Yes. Jim. Yeah.
0: Jim is in the MCU. Jim is in the MCU. So I think that one definitely got the most kind of reaction. Agreed. Um from from the audience. Um I thought that was great. I mean, Professor X coming on, yeah. But again, you'd heard his voice already in the trailers. And as soon as you heard his voice, people were like, oh, it's him. And, you know, that's great. But but Reed Richards, I thought, got, got definitely the most kind of positive uh, response. Now, he, John, John Krasinski then, has been a fan casting favorite for a long, long time. Ever, well, certainly since they Marvel announced they were going to redo Fantastic Four. Yeah, so I guess I think let's let's go back a little bit. We'll we'll come back to the the, the, the casting thing in a, in a minute, right? So I think in terms of storyline, Wanda obviously jumping through the multiverses catches up and um, and appears at the Illuminati headquarters and for all these cameos that appear i think one of the things that that maybe i was a little underwhelmed with was how quickly they were kind of done away with right um yeah there's (laughs) i mean the the in a good in an imaginative way right you know and the, the Black Bolt death.
1: Wow. That was horrendous. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was awesome. This is coming back to the MCU have made a horror film. Yeah, and
0: they really have. It was They're graphic. Really but it was... Well, that's the thing. It wasn't like blood and guts and gore graphic. But there was just enough, visually and, and audio-wise, that you knew exactly what had happened.
1: Yeah, his brain caves in.
0: Yeah, but it's not like blowing gore everywhere kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So, but but yes, it definitely pushing the edge on a twelve in terms of what you do see and what's suggested. Because um,
1: yeah, because even the the reason why he ends up dying is because Scarlet Witch melts his mouth closed. Mm-hmm. Black Bolt rightfully panics mm. <laughs> screams and obviously mm-hmm. there's nowhere for his voice to go but inside mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. just see a little pop of his head and it just sort mm-hmm. of sink back in on itself it's it's subtle but it's
0: just ugh, horrible
1: <laughs>
0: but i think uh where was i going with this i think it will come yes what i was going to say is we'll, we'll come back to the cameos themselves and the characters and the actors but but what what if i was disappointed it was in the way that they brought these characters in who were like oh fantastic, brilliant you know xyz whoever your favorite character is or however you want to see him in action but they really didn't last very long against Wanda. and i guess given her powers that's not a surprise
1: i think it was to give the point of like th- these are, you know, the Illuminati are the powerful, powerful, powerful folk. They know what they're doing. Mm, mm. And they could be wiped out, super simple. Yeah, by that's true. A Wanda also embodying 838's Wanda. Yeah. So, she- so she's dreamwalking, which is the thing, which is mm-hmm. illegal. I think they've gone on about. That's one of the Dark Holds um, yeah. magic powers. And she's dreamwalking as this Wanda, fuck shit up. Kills the Illuminati that we've only known for about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're into the next sort of chapter of the story. Mm. And you've seen it sooner than I did, so you can fill in this bit. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so so yeah, Wanda kind of dispatches the Illuminati pretty quickly. Um, they, uh, Strange in America managed to es- escape to. Um, another dimension, and they managed to find. Uh, bear with when I find the bloody name of this thing. Kind of the the opposite of the um, darkhold, which is called the Book of yeah, Shanti.
1: Have a Shanti sounds right. It wasn't the Book of Mormon
0: Vishanti? Right. I'll start that bit again. So they are. Oh, let me rewind a little bit. So, so yes, yeah, so Wanda kind of dispatches the Illuminati pretty quickly. Um, Strange and Chavez um, jump again to different universes and end up uh, in another world, which is kind of a, a devastated, rotting, kind of corrupt world. But again, they, they find, as you kind of mentioned earlier, they find that world's uh, sanctum sanctorum. Um and looking after that one is a kind of corrupted version of, of Doctor Strange who is kind of referred to as a Sinister Strange. In the sorry, hang on.
1: Oh, raggy?
0: Oh cheeky Nando's. So <laughs> they find in that sanctum um a, a version of Strange who we shall refer to as Sinister Strange. He's been guarding that universe's darkhold, and as you would expect, he's become corrupted by it, as you can see in some of the trailers when there is a version of Strange with a third eye in his forehead. That was in so the trailer, that, was it? Yeah, one of the trailers had that.
1: That's that surprised me when he um, he rocked up with a third mm. eye that just popped out of his forehead.
0: Mm. So right. he and he and our Strange. Obviously, fight because our strange needs that universe's dark hold to, um, to dreamwalk. dream Wander, yeah, to dreamwalk
1: because he's so again, he needs to dreamwalk because he is stuck in this universe and he needs yeah. to go into 616, his actual universe, to yeah. defeat Wanda where she's dreamwalking. Yes, Wah!
0: now one of the best sequences of the film, it's brilliant. So, but interestingly, you can only dreamwalk. Into another version of it yourself. Now, the six-one-six Strange isn't in the six-one-six universe. What is in the six-one-six universe is the body of Defender Strange that America Chavez brought with her at the beginning of the film, and so our Strange <clears throat> dreamwalks into that dead body, reanimates the poor body, reanimates, it, and we have zombie Strange.
1: Another tie into what if, maybe.
0: Definitely, very much a, a callback to what if in in terms of certainly in terms of the look, certainly if not, if not the origin of the of that version. But yeah well, that's definitely.
1: what I liked as well. about the, you say the look, the aesthetics of it. Again, they don't shy away from the fact that he's missing half of his jaw and his yep. cheek and stuff. It's pretty graphic for again.
0: It like, is, but it's a you know. Film. But look back at the Dark Knight with Two Face.
1: Oh, it's valid. I forget that was
0: a twelve. And he had literally half his face missing as well. Funny that, say, Mark. I would say, yeah, but I'd say the two face was probably more graphic. You're right. You're right. But, but I but, I
1: would argue 2008 was it maybe
0: y- something like that.
1: Yeah. 2008's CG still looked a bit plasticky, oh, whereas yeah. this doesn't.
0: This looks phenomenal. So, Zombie Strange <laughs> and basically goes into battle against. Against Wonder, against the Scarlet Witch. Um, and yeah, that's probably possibly one of the best kind of sequences in the film. Because
1: um, he takes and- over, he uses the demons that are trying to protect people from Dreamwalking. He yeah. takes them on and uses them. Now, yes. again, we, we, we may come on to it, but we've sort of just gone over the plot. It was one of the best. Uses of horror elements in again essentially a family-friendly yeah. movie. Yeah, these yeah. things are scary, and they were jumping out at people left, right, and centre.
0: Yeah, do you know? Actually, it was interesting. I mean, right, I am absolute horror fiend, right? Very. I mean, I, I didn't find them scary, but for a twelve, I'm thinking this is full on. Yeah, if you took and a ten-year-old to see it, which you yeah. can. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I would have been scared at 10.
0: Hmm.
1: And it made me jump in certain sequences. There were some great jump
0: scares. And there was a grown adult in the chair next to me, shit himself about on three different occasions at least. (laughs) And I think on one, let out a yelp.
1: On one occasion, oh, shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, final showdown. Obviously, you know, the, the enemy is defeated and we think everybody lives happily ever after. Well, no, we know we I mean Well, one doesn't, certainly. Well, one doesn't, no, yes. But in terms of who's left the survivors, let's say, <laughs> um, we think everyone's going to live happily ever after. But then the film ends on quite the cliffhanger. Yes. Where it looks like... Using the dark hold has actually ended up corrupting our strange as he collapses in the road and a third eye appears in his <gasps> forehead. Cut to black credits, cut to black
1: credits, and then
0: there's a mid-credit scene. Yes, there is. <laughs> Bloody Charlize Theron.
1: I forgot that she'd been cast in a Marvel film.
0: Bloody, I was. Walking down the road, and who was there? Bloody Charlesteron. My name is Michael O'Kay. <laughs> and she is playing Clear, Claire Clear, Claire Claire. Claire Claire. Who, so, After a bit of research, yes, turns
1: out to be Doctor Strange's wife. In
0: the comics, yeah, she's yeah. At, some, at one point um, his wife. She's also the niece of Domamu I've come to bargain. If come to bargain, who obviously strange how, has. How did um,
1: Domamu have a family? Well, I, yeah. I don't want to know.
0: No, no, uh, but yes, she's from the dark dimension and she, um, comes to ask strange for his help. Uh, it, I mean, his help to fix the problems that he's caused, but his help nevertheless. Um, and the 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 scene ends with them both jumping through a portal into what looks to be the dark mm. dimension.
1: Then credits, credits, credits. Uh, we get and then an
0: end credit scene.
1: Well, first, first off, I think it's before the end credit scene. It says Doctor Strange will return. It does indeed. And then we get the final credit scene. And I was thinking, let, let's think of what, what they can tie up here. They could yeah. tie this into Ant Man three. We've seen nothing yeah. of That's Thor, true. Love and Thunder. I thought maybe yeah. another little little um, sneak peek to what's going to come up mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. No
0: no, we get more Bruce Campbell (laughs) Campbell, which is fine it's absolutely fine, and it's a brilliant one, because it's simply it's, he gives his face one final slap looks right into the camera, and shouts it's over
1: yeah, proper fourth wall breaky and again, it's done film's over, go over.
0: Yeah, and it really gave me the vibes. Do you remember Remember the end of Spider-Man: Homecoming, where there's the Captain America clip, oh, where he's sitting like, t- on the chair. He's like, "So you've sat here waiting yep. all day yep. on and Elvis and and this is an important lesson about how to deal with disappointment or whatever it is that he says. That's the one. And I, d- I just got that real vibe of this. Is like, it's over. It's finished. What are you still there? Why are you here, you idiots? Yeah, yeah. I think they could <laughs> have done more with it, but it was it was amusing they could. nonetheless. But it was, it was nice. It was, a, it was a clever touch. In terms of the plot, I think there are... Because, because it was a few days ago that you saw it, and it was late last night that I saw it, and I'm knackered, there are going to be people listening to this screaming that we've missed out loads. Good. Uh, Let them scream. Have. Let them scream. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've covered the bulk of it. So I think let's kind of rewind let's let's
1: dissect some of the bits that we've spoken about yeah
0: so so in terms of i think one of the things we've we've said already sam raimi's back right and it's undeniably a sam raimi film head to toe this is not him just fulfilling a contractual obligation possibly getting bored possibly not liking the characters that is that is filming he did replace the original director because it was going to be Scott Derrickson mm-hmm. who directed the first film and he was set to direct the second one but left with after creative differences.
1: But he still served as an exec producer, didn't he? He so. did.
0: Still a producer, yeah. So it's not like Sam Raimi was involved in this from day one, but it is also far from the case that he was obviously like, brought in just because they needed somebody. It's like Marvel went, okay, if we're going to get Sam Raimi, we need to kind of let him be Sam Raimi.
1: Well, yeah, because you imagine if they toned it down on the horror, it, you wouldn't have had the same film at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you'd also think, why bother getting Sam Raimi?
1: Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. he's done an action Spider superhero film, and they were yeah. fantastic, but... Yeah. Marvel needed Marvel needed to jump in this direction in my eyes mm. they needed to do something a bit more grown up because that's the way they're going to go with Deadpool they're going to mm. have to go grown up at some point which actually glad I've said Deadpool because there was a rumor going around that Deadpool was going to appear because apparently he was in the poster but that must have been a very good edit
0: well let's come back to that one okay okay we'll come back to you, that, you continue yeah, your train yeah. of thought. Um no, I, I I think you're right. I think they they did say when the film was first announced, when back when Scott Derrickson was attached, that it would that within the limitations of a PG-13 Stroke 12A and within the kind of Marvel limitations that this would be a horror movie. And I think that has proven to be the case. Um I think it, it is it doesn't have the gore, but it has the atmosphere. It's got the jump scares. It's got the tension. It's got the thrills. It's got everything that makes a good horror movie, just without the blood guts and with yeah, without the actual gore, gore side of things. Um, and it does, it, as as I've said, you know, it feels like a Sam Raimi film. You, the camera work, the kind of um, the, just the visual inventiveness, um, it, yeah. It's it is it, it's, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so that's so that's the good. Clearly, right? Yeah. What for you? Because again, we have not really talked about our opinions on it, other than look at this. This is what happened. What mm. for you didn't work?
0: I think the Illuminati stuff was. I don't think there was anything that didn't work. I thought. The whole thing hung together quite well, but I think there were missed opportunities where well, they could have done more so
1: I spoke to so i guess I spoke to my wife, of course, I do I live with them i We were talking about it on the way home, and she said what I was thinking, which was after no way home, giving us what we expected, let's face it, but surpassing our expectations with the three spider men, yeah this one they sort of told us we were going to get these cameos in the trailer Mm. didn't really build on that or use them to a very good advantage because they just Mm. killed them off Mm. it was great to see the fact that Krasinski had been cast which brings Mm -hmm. us to maybe is he going to be the MCU Reed Richards we don't know yet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. is it just fan casting for the sake of it yeah but yeah it was just a bit underwhelming, is not disappointing, just underwhelming.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree, I think. I mean, Captain Carter, brilliant. I mean, I mean was cool. I, I love Hailey Atwell. And after
1: absolutely. watching What If, I did say, she has to come back. She yeah, absolutely. has to be absolutely. live
0: action. I, I adore Hailey Atwell. I always have done since all the first right, Captain right. Of She's not going to go out with saying, you, mate. I'm just saying. Well, she might do. <laughs> um, <laughs> since, since the first, she doesn't know me. She might do. Uh, if anyone can uh, put me in touch, anyway. Um, <laughs> no, since the first Captain America film, I think the character of Peggy has. I've always said that that Steve Rogers as as the most important character in the first three phases of the MCU. I would tend to agree with you in terms of who he is, his story arc as as a character, his whole story arc. In terms of you know volunteering and then to to serve his country and then finding out that everything he fought for in terms of shield being run by Hydra and all that kind of thing and then turning against the Sokovia Accords when you think when you would imagine as a patriot that he would be you know supporting them you would imagine but but all that kind of thing I think his 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 character arc was the most interesting in the whole MCU and a major part of that is Peggy right sure so. So the whole Peggy Carter thing, and I think Haley Atwell as her performance has always been fantastic, and and Captain Carter, I was like, fanta, live action Captain Carter, brilliant. Oh. And again, for the brief period that you see her, she is fantastic. I think um, um, Maria Rambo, her version of, of Captain Marvel, great. That's from the comics. She's been Captain Marvel in the comics. And it was brilliant that they managed to get Lashana Lynch back because obviously when she was in the first Captain Marvel film, she was still quite a kind of newcomer. Um, But obviously since then, she's been in stuff like No Time to Die. And she's obviously now much more in demand. So the fact that, that they were able to get her back is brilliant. The fact that they gave Anson Mount another go at Black Bolt, you know, I thought that was great. You know, was brave. He's a good actor, right? You know, but I like it, him. He I think plays... it was just brave
1: they were going to reuse a character that not many people probably would have seen.
0: Well, there's that as well, right? Interesting. And I like the fact that they're kind of picking, revisiting some of these characters. Obviously, Professor X is, you know, how to introduce the X Men without introducing the X Men. Yes. You know, um, we know who he is. But he never says to Strange that he's a mind-reading mutant, and no. he never mentions to Strange that oh, I've got some, I have a, an academy for gifted youngsters, youngsters kind of thing. Yeah, we know that. Strange doesn't know that kind of thing. Yeah, or maybe in this universe he doesn't. <laughs> right, maybe it's well, just uh, him yeah, on his own. Yeah. Right. Um. So that's cool. And again, getting Patrick Stewart back. The OG, that that's cool.
1: So, does this mean that Patrick Stewart has now retaken back the record for portraying the char- a char- one character over a length of time? Because both him and Hugh Jackman had uh, yeah. had won it. Yeah. For when they played Logan, when they were in oh. Logan, sorry, and then oh. Toby Maguire had it when he reprised his role. So I has it right, now? Actually.
0: Yeah. It's just right. it's just an
1: aside, but yeah, I'm no, curious. No,
0: no. You might be right. And then obviously so they're all kind of existing MCU actors, essentially, aren't they, right? They're all people who've who, who have already been associated with those roles. Correct. Reed Richards is obviously the outlier, and like you say, that's like Jim from the office, John Krasinski, that's ultimate fan casting. I I would be very surprised if he didn't stay in the role as the MCU. Reed Me Richards. too. And I, I think, think
1: they would be very silly not to cast Emily Blunt as Sue Storm. I think that would be really cool.
0: Yeah. Now, she's already come out and said she wouldn't be interested in doing that. Yeah, all right. But that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And that was before her husband was cast as Reed Richards, <laughs> right? I suspect she might have a different... <laughs> perspective now um but you're right that would be cool to see that that would be cool to see in terms of him brilliant i mean he's a great actor right obviously we know him as jim we, we've seen him in the quiet place and, and briefly in the sequel uh, and obviously he plays jack ryan on amazon on the jack ryan show yeah. so he's great at kind of the comedy and the humour is great at the serious side of things, the action side of things. As a writer and director, you know, he made the Quiet Place films, he's a fantastic mm. director. So he's he's like is he's, he's a he's a quite a He's an established
1: good... bloke
0: in the world yeah. of filmmaking is how I want in, to put it. Absolutely. And and to for is kind of another example of the MCU being able to Snag these quote-unquote serious um, actors, mm. not just like the muscle-bound action star kind of roles, but you know the fact that they can go and get Michael Douglas for Ant Man, or do you know what I mean? Or, yeah, or Lawrence yeah, Fishburne, yeah. or whoever. He's I I see him more in that category as a more quote-unquote serious actor, filmmaker, talent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that Uh, that
1: makes perfect sense.
0: So it's quite a a catch for Marvel. And I think you're right. I think they'd be daft to now having, you know... It's always a risk giving fans what they want, right? But based on the reaction he got when I watched the film, I think if he wasn't now the main MCU, Reed Richards... They'd be shooting themselves in the foot. They they would. They really would. Yeah, agreed. They definitely would. Um, So I think... That was great. I just, I, the whole, you know, the cameos we got were great. It's a shame wasn't that more wasn't made of them. Agreed. Um, and as you were sort of saying earlier on, there's then the cameos that were rumoured. So as you said, there was a rumour that Deadpool would, would appear in one of the after credits scenes kind of i think what i read was that he would appear at the illuminati headquarters like just surveying the carnage right. kind of thing um there were rumors that that Hugh Jackman was going to come back as wolverine yeah no not there not there um, there was, was rumour some...
1: that tom cruise was going to play superior iron man and well, everybody was... was saying in the trailer that's tom cruise he wasn't it was maria rambo <laughs> it
0: was it was yeah yeah but interestingly, though, there there was a photograph that uh, that was leaked that appeared to show Tom Cruise in a motion capture suit. No, really? Did you not oh, see that? Oh
1: yeah, I've just seen it.
0: Yeah, and that was the. Is that what fueled the rumor that he would be playing Tony Stark with the CGI Iron Man
1: suit. Unfortunately, the photo looks like. Cruz is way too young.
0: Well, that's it, isn't it? It looks like him, but is it actually him? Kind of thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That that's the issue, or is it just someone who happens to look like him on the blurry photo you can't It, tell
1: it also exactly. doesn't look like a real mocap suit, so not gonna lie. Uh
0: well, there's so many different ones now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but anyway, but anyway, so that that was like a major rumor that he was going to appear. Now, one of the things though is that obviously, as as is the case with Marvel, there were lots of reshoots and additional photography done on the film. Uh, and Sam Raimi even came out in an interview uh, just a few days ago. I, I read where that the first cut of the film before any reshoots or additional filming, was about 40 minutes longer than the final cut. I'd
1: be okay with seeing that.
0: I'd love to see it. But what that means is that not only was 40 minutes taken out, more than 40 minutes was then replaced by whatever reshoots and additional stuff they did. Yeah, sure. So we could be looking at maybe an hour or more mm. of, of kind of unused, unseen footage. And who knows what cameos may have actually been filmed maybe Tom Cruise did film a cameo
1: maybe it'll go maybe, into something else
0: maybe Hugh Jackman was Wolverine maybe he was stood behind Professor X on the blue screen and they just took him out do you know what I mean mm-hmm. it, it's like we don't know and Disney are kind of not always consistent in terms of releasing deleted scenes and things like that sure so it might be stuff we never find out. So I think um, so. We've got some comments from listeners uh, that have kindly sent in through Twitter, uh, which we'll get to shortly. But I, I think it's fair to say that our collective lapses in memory have, have probably given a pretty shaky uh, summary of things. And and I think there's a, there's a couple of things we, we've probably missed. Um, first thing just to cover quickly is as we're talking now it's monday we this is our kind of second session of recording with that seamless. Ooh, an insight into how, how the other half live. Oh, it's seamless, isn't it? You, you wouldn't know where the cut was. I wonder um, if my
1: voice sounds better in this episode, this half as well, because I've had a few possibly, days of rest now.
0: Possibly does, possibly does. Can anyone guess? Yeah. No, <laughs> the no magic price of editing. <laughs> um, so I think the first thing probably to mention, actually, now that the weekend is over, is the box office is has been fantastic. In the US, it's done $185 million. Uh, Two hundred and sixty-five million outside the US, so four hundred and fifty million dollars total. Um, that's not bad for the first week. That is well, first three days, right? Three days, in, of course. I mean, including previews, I think from Thursday. But yeah, essentially, that that's it, and that's great. I think in terms of domestic openings, it's the second biggest of this pandemic era after Spider-Man, and I think it's in general, I think the third or fourth biggest May. Opening weekend, okay. Behind a couple of other Marvel films, actually. I think. I think the first two Avengers films were higher, and then this is around three or four. Um, So yeah, people seem to be flocking to it. I think it's like we said, you know, when Spider-Man came along and did well, people now just want some good old-fashioned entertainment and escapism, don't they? And Mm. um, and the studios have been holding some of these films back, and the floodgates are open. I guess.
1: True, but I also think because of the whole multiverse thing, how well Spider Man has done because of, mm. you know, fan service, etc. Mm-hmm. This was a similar concept. I think people mm. are going for that.
0: Yeah. But I the think this is,
1: Yeah, but I think yeah. this is where it ends at the moment with what's coming up in the Marvel slate, you know. Ant Man is gonna be all multiversey, but I don't think the cameos are gonna be that much of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not really sure now where they'll go with that cameo fan service nonsense. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think the most we'll get is, long term, is probably Reed Richards in the MCU as John Krasinski. Um, I guess they've obviously now introduced the concept, at least, of the X-Men, but I can't see Patrick Stewart coming back for that. Yeah. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. So so going back to things we may have missed then, I think one of the things we haven't really mentioned is Wong. Mr. Wong. Mr. Wong.
1: Unsung hero, because at the moment it's people have broken things and Wong seems to be there to clear shit up. Yes. In Shang Chi he was helping people out. In Spider Man, he's there, like, don't go be doing this, don't be doing mm-hmm. this. He goes back mm-hmm. off to one assumes Camitash. Um and in this one he's like, Oh no, what have you done?
0: Yeah, and he, I think he takes it, his
1: it, job very seriously. He does.
0: I, I think in the first cap, in the first Doctor Strange, I thought it was great as the kind of lead-in for for Stephen Strange's character, that kind of introduction to to that world. Obviously, in in Endgame, he he brought the troops through the portals. Fantastic. Um, but it's really good to finally see Benedict Wong actually getting. Um, you know, some some decent lines and some decent... Um, decent plot points. Kind of plot points, yeah. Because yeah, I think one of the things we've, we've actually forgot to mention completely is that he's forced to help Wanda for much of the film. Oh, yeah, she kind of gets um, him. She, she know, she kind of... She kind of gets
1: him under a spell.
0: Yeah, so he's like... Um, is actually quite a major character in the film. He's not I just forgot, there at the yeah. beginning and then disappears. So. Like he's done in the other ones, but yes, yes. Yeah, basically. But yes, no, it's great to see him given given stuff to do, and I hope we see kind of more of him.
1: For the benefit of me, the notes say, great to see Benny Wong actually given stuff to do. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Benny Wong. Benny Wong.
0: Can't go wrong with Benny Wong. Now, what did you think of America Chavez? As a, as a character okay and and the actor as, as a performance
1: so never heard of the actor before mm-hmm. um forgot that there was a younger character in it to be honest with you um I thought very good there was very much a get straight in to her story you know you open with her and her strange yeah wasn't a fan of the sort of American insignia throughout the... Like, her name was America. She mm. wore an American de- denim jacket mm. and she punched stars into the universe. That mm. bugged me. Okay. It it sort of rammed it down the throat too much and the fact Bit that she too. had stars on her mm. jacket and she punched stars into, like you say, into the multiverse. Yeah. I was like, really? They could have chosen okay. any shape. I'd have taken a rhombus. Fair. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't okay. think she was kiddie. I thought she was she was quite a, ahead of her time. Yeah. She had some great great lines and she felt like
0: watch watching her
1: it felt like she'd been there for a while.
0: Mm mm. I, yeah, I'd agree. I I thought she was she was really likable. I think she's she's still quite young. I think she's only seventeen or eighteen. Um um but she's been in other stuff. I think she's been in like, you know, those kind of Disney Channel shows and
1: Let's find stuff. out.
0: So she's she's not like new to acting. Um I'd hope I thought, not being cast in a Marvel film. Well yeah, yeah. Uh but I think she it's her name is um pronounced differently to how it's spelt. Um, it's pronounced Sochi, yeah, you know, first name, Sochi Gomez. Uh and the only reason I'm confident saying that is because I watched a video where she herself introduced herself. So ah. if that's how she's pronouncing it, that's how I'll pronounce
1: it. Yeah, so she's obviously in Doctor Strange, The Lone uh-huh. Drone, is a short... The Babysitter's Club, I've heard of as a TV that series.
0: That was it. It was Netflix thing, isn't it, I think?
1: Probably. And then going back a bit older... Not much else
0: that I, I recognise.
1: OK. Recognise? Recognise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, she, I think she did really well Like coming into such a big... Spectacle kind of film. I think she did really well. Now has got, we leave- got a lot of big
1: characters to <clears throat> pardon me, a lot of big
0: characters if to my burps staying in that one. <laughs> well.
1: You're welcome, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> if she she had a lot of oh god, another one, a lot of characters to live up to, and I think she held her own. Yes, to be honest,
0: definitely. Now at the end of the film we see her in Kamataj uh, undergoing training um, kind of I guess trying to control her powers a bit more as, as well as maybe develop some new ones could you see um, you know something like a Disney Plus show with her and Wong as like the kind of teacher and student I mean I absolutely
1: could because they're making Disney Plus shows about everything true we didn't necessarily need a Hawkeye TV show with Kate Bishop but, but it worked really well. But it worked really well, and I'm glad I've had it. But at mm. the same time, it was just unnecessary.
0: Mm. But would you watch something like that? Because I I can see that they, those two kind of had good chemistry. And I can kind of see Wong has that kind of exasperated thing a lot of the time. <laughs> I think it it would li- be quite strange is pissing off so much. Yeah, I think yeah. it would
1: be amusing. Um mm. again, like, you know. Trying to think of, to, to liken it to something else that's already out there, but like, remember, like, Sky High? Oh,
0: yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah.
1: Something silly like that. It, that's could... kind
0: of super powered school
1: kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Imagine, okay. like, a, a proper children's X Men. That's how I always looked at it. From... I was just
0: about to say, you know, something like that could could also be used to introduce some of the younger X Men characters.
1: Mm, mm, yeah, true, true. Essentially,
0: as well as a kind of. Wong and Professor X's School for Gifted Youngsters. Yeah. <laughs> um, One thing I kind of thought, and again, it's probably it's far from an original thought, I'm sure, but Wanda's going to all this effort to find her kids that she kind of created out of nothing in WandaVision. She doesn't seem to be that bothered about finding another vision anywhere hmm what's going on there? Well, vision
1: didn't really have anything to do with generating said children, did he so maybe she she doesn't need him. she needs the kids because they're actually hers. they're her making mm. and because but, because of the yeah. horror of killing you know she says isn't she in the film? I had to kill the one, I, the person I loved, mm. or along the lines of that. Mm. She doesn't really, maybe, want to stoke that fire up again, Hubba Hubba. But also, mm. I think she knows that this other vision is out there. Don't forget the white, the white vision, white vision,
0: which is actually the original vision.
1: Yes, the vision yeah. we should have had had it not been mind-stoned, right?
0: Yes, that's right. That's so. That's that's vision that was created and and that we've seen through the last few films okay yeah so i guess out there somewhere she knows quote-unquote her vision is actually still there even if he doesn't recognize her perhaps
1: yeah i i I, I don't know i you know the the horror of somebody losing her kids is probably quite you know, to some people, that's incredibly real. You know, mm. that's, there's a very serious point around that. Mm. And when they did the scene where Good Wanda, no, Bad Wanda was attacking Good Wanda in front of her kids, to show her kids how evil Mummy can be. Mm. You know that mm. that was quite a powerful moment because they were shit scared of her. And then that was when she went, "Oh yeah, these aren't my kids. I better be good."
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh no, so, no, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, what did you think of the score?
1: I mean, it's Danny Alfman, mate. We weren't going to we weren't going to get shortchanged, were we?
0: We weren't. But you know, it took me a while to realise it was him. I um, saw him on the
1: poster walk in. him. Okay, I I didn't. And then <laughs> I, I mean, I was queuing for past. a while. To be fair. Fair.
0: Fair enough. Fair right enough.
1: under the, right under this bloody big like A one thing. Anyway. Um, yeah. It was good. I haven't listened to it since, but I'm going to. But there was yeah. there were certainly elements of elfism, elfisms. Can't say that. Elfmanisms.
0: There were. I think more. I I kind of started hearing those more towards the end. Yeah, definitely. Um, but early on, it, it it was it felt a little bland. Might not be the right word, but who, not, who did not the music like... for um for the
1: original? Was it? Gian... Giannach... Oh, what's his Giacchino. Yeah, uh, he's done all the other ones at the bloody moment. Was it, was it Tyler Bates?
0: Let me, let me have a look. Let's have a quick look. Stand by for a fact check. Fact check. Incoming. Dr. Strong.
1: By Michael Giannach... Giacchino. Giacchino, yes. So he did the him? original Doctor Strange OST. Mm. And the, okay. the Doctor Strange theme, if you like. It's one of my favourites yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. And mm. I can't really recall much of it.
0: No. No. In Elfman's yeah. version. Yeah. El- no. I-, I liked the score, but normally when it's a Danny Elfman score, you can tell it's a Danny Elfman score. Do you know what I mean? He's mm. one of those kind of composers like like Hans Zimmer and, and, some, and yeah. Michael Giacchino who, when it's theirs, you can tell it's theirs. But I didn't get a lot of Elfman vibes until, like I say, kind of towards the end, but... Okay. okay. Either
1: way, it was good music for what it was, but like you oh, say, without doubt. it was it Elfman-esque. Meh. Got you to Beetlejuice, but yes, there was certainly Beetlejuice yeah. uh, vibes in there.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. I think... And I'm sure there's still going to be people screaming that we've missed something, but I think we've kind of covered most things now, haven't we?
1: I think so, and and, and who knows in the future we might have we could have somebody come on and talk to us about it. We could. Oh, could we you imagine could. that?
0: That'd be awesome. NDAs. <laughs> <laughs> so on to listener comments. We've Let's we've had do a We've we've had a few. Okay, so do first of you, all, uh,
1: thank you if you've written in
0: no absolutely they've actually I think all of the comments are very valid Um, you know um, there's some good as you'll hear shortly there's some some very good points made Um, so let's go with a. do you want to go with the first one yeah let's do it so uh,
1: first comment are they all from Twitter
0: they are all from Twitter okay that makes
1: it nice and easy so um, Nathan Dan 10 thank you for getting in touch to begin with Great name. Great sir, great last name, anyway. Um, I was quite disappointed with Multiverse of Madness. Not as good as it could have been. This film had the prospect to change the MCU going forward but didn't take advantage of it. Cameos were quite poor compared to what they could have been and they made the joke of the force that is
0: supposed to be the Illuminati. I put okay. it to the floor. Okay, I think in terms of the MCU going forwards, yeah. I wonder... With most of the MCU stuff, whether it's a film or a TV show, you you feel like this is gonna have an impact going forwards on one of the other films or one of the other shows or whatever, right? So obviously one division finished and we knew that the kind of cliffhanger end of credit scene was gonna lead into this film. We know when Falcon and Winter Soldier finished, that is then kind of setting up Captain America four. Loki's obviously setting up all the multiverse stuff that's happened since and f- over the next couple of years. Mm. This one, it kind of felt very self contained. Yes, there was a cliffhanger, but again, the cliffhanger felt like a very Doctor Strange story cliffhanger. It didn't feel like a wider MCU.
1: No, especially as we, kind of we with all the films coming out now, we're not aware of Cumberbatch coming back for anything. No. No, so. and
0: there's been no mention of Charlie Strawn's character turning up anywhere else. No, this film itself, you know, made no hints. I was expecting, you know, we'd, we'd have maybe some hints of Kang.
1: I was disappointed with the lack of Kang.
0: Um, you know, given obviously he was set up in at the end of Loki, we know he's going to be the bad guy in, in Ant Man 3. And it's been said he's going to kind of figure throughout the next phase as a looming presence, but there was nothing. This this would have seemed like I'm not saying we necessarily need a, a, a scene with him or a cameo with him, but there, there was no mention of Kang or any of these variants or no, anything no. like that, you know. Um, so I, I know what Nathan's saying here, or Dan. I don't know if which one's the first. No, either or. His surname, uh, either or. Um. I want to pick up on the comment of the
1: Illuminati though? Not be, you know, they made a joke yeah, of go them. On. Now, go on. Now, I get where that's coming from, because they, you know, in the comics, they are the people that push it right. They're the most powerful people. La 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 la. But I think their sacrifice was just, just because they needed to show how powerful Wanda was and how far she could push her powers mm-hmm. to get the shit done. Mm-hmm. And all right, yeah, she she made a poor joke of Krasinski's. Reed Richards pulling him apart yeah. like that, and that was yeah. horrendous. And you know, killing Black Bolt in such a violent way, yeah, yeah. I I get why they had to do it. So, I and it's a cracking opinion, but I don't agree with it.
0: I guess they want to show that if let's because there's no mention in the film that that universe has an Avengers, Valid. so I guess. I, I guess if the, if if the Illuminati are that universe's version of the Avengers, mm. then yes, it's like you're right. Look how powerful she is. Here's an example also, of just how powerful.
1: I am sick of comic book films where they always win. Like that's that was the best bit about yeah. Infinity Wars. They lost. Yeah, and yeah. you you came out of the theater going, "Oh my god, that's the first time that they haven't resolved any. No, they've not resolved it." Yeah. So, and, yeah.
0: and you know, as well, they call them the Illuminati, and obviously that's a reference to you know stuff from the comics. But in terms of the characters, they could have just said these are the Avengers. They could, if they wanted. They're to. just they're just our Avengers from our universe, mm. because the, the again in the comics the, the membership has changed <laughs> <Sorry>. constantly.
1: <laughs> so I have just remembered Hayley Atwell's death. <laughs> getting halved by her shield. Sorry. Yes. I just. I, I don't know why it's making me laugh, but it was
0: horrendous. It was. It, it was, actually.
1: So now, now I'm, I'm agreeing slightly more of it than made a joke of it, but yeah, Vibranium but that, that Shield was a, going
0: through you. But that was a callback to the zombie Captain America death yes. in What If, wasn't yes. it, as well? But there's the, the What If version was actually more graphic because it was anim- animated. Mm. But I think they could have easily just have said we the Avengers.
1: Yeah, they could have. But I think. They, I think the Illuminati are going to come into it in our six one six in our universe. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah. No. That's Thank fair. you for
1: your comment, Nathan. Appreciate it. No, absolutely.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Nathan Dan, Dan yeah. So this is from the brilliantly named Grit Punch Fist. Um, quite a long uh, uh, message here, but but certainly some some highlights to to pick out. One. Uh, he says, and I think he might be right here that the dark hold should have had more screen time or build up in terms of its introduction. I think in, he's probably right there. I think it came in very quickly at the end of WandaVision.
1: It was the after creds as well, wasn't it? In...
0: Well, it, it was the book that Agatha had, wasn't it, in her basement, which I think oh, Wonder yeah, managed, yeah, yeah. managed to get. Um, but then. You see it briefly in the basement in Agatha's house. Then, yes, you see this after-credit scene of Wanda reading it, and now all of a sudden, here it is being used. So there's no kind of it all kind of happened very quickly, and and I think definitely, although they did they did have a little bit of dialogue for people who may not have seen Wonder Vision to kind of summarise what had happened. They could have maybe done with a little bit more just. I agree with that. I think that as
1: as powerful as the thing is, mm. it was very much is a dark magic book.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Why? Well, why was there a dark magic book?
0: Yeah, that that kind of thing. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, he also says that the 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 Exavia Mind Palace scene uh, would have been perfect for a nec- Necronomicon style bit of exposition. What does that mean? Well, I think what he means there is in there's a scene in Evil Dead where, uh, right? Okay, where they're in the basement of the cabin and they find the Necronomicon, but they also find um, a tape recording by a guy who was studying it and they listen to the tape recording and that kind of explains what the Necronomicon is. So I think perhaps gotcha. what he means here is that as, as Xavier goes into Wanda's mind, that he can they can have, kind of have a conversation in there or he can read, see through her memories to to understand more about it. Right, you know okay, I mean? thank you. That makes more sense um, now. Because, it, yeah, because I think he's right. He's saying, you know, that because to give Wanda more justification around being a concerned mother at the end of WandaVision switching to a relentless murderer within 5 minutes of being introduced <laughs> in <the laughs> multiverse of madness i think there's i think there did need to be something more there about the darkhold to just explain yeah. what it was and the kind of power that it that it has that's fair um one thing he did love right um was the character development for strange himself and i would agree there i think in the first strange film he was a it was a bit of an arrogant dick in in Infinity War, he was a bit of an arrogant dick.
1: Um, I mean, it all changed when he got puffed into sand. You know, he he's he's certainly changed since Infinity but and, War and Endgame.
0: But even, but even in Spider Man, he was still a bit of an arrogant dick to the kids, wasn't he?
1: No, I th- no, I think he was very much stop mucking things about because I'm sick of this shit now.
0: That's how I've mm, taken true. him from okay. since since All Infinity right. War. Okay, okay, no, fair enough, fair enough. But I think he's right here. I think in in terms of this film, th- th- we certainly see a bit, a lot more kind of uh, uh, of his development. Um, also, again, uh, Grit McPunch Fist uh, agrees with us that Wong was stellar as always, and as the Sorcerer Supreme, really fits that role. Definitely, when, you know. Uh, and again, he says it was a decent intro Intro to America Chavez as a character. And again, we forgot to mention Christine, um, who was kind of sidelined quite a lot in the original film. Uh, and it was great to see her back. Um, and not just as the original version of the character, but this new alternate universe uh, version as well. Yeah. Who was definitely a lot more... Uh, as he says here, given a lot more agency. She was a lot more... um, Directly involved. Directly involved, yeah. The...
1: um a lot more involved with the plot progression, not just there yeah. as a supporting character for the sake of it. That's
0: it, absolutely, yeah. Um, so that was great. And I think I read an interview with, with is it Rachel McAdams? It the, is indeed. The actor, who said that she wasn't expecting to be asked back, you know? No, that's uh, true. She, she thought the original was, was her only kind of thing, um, but that she really enjoyed coming back and, and obviously having more to do. With this different version, so I, I, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm glad he reminded us of that because we 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 missed that one again.
1: One thing just why well, it's popped into my head. Yeah. How come Wanda didn't have a third eye? Be- just, ponder, just ponder that. Maybe maybe that's just that. Maybe that's for the listeners to tell us.
0: That's a good point. Didn't they differentiate between magic that they do? and sorcery that she does
1: possibly no the other round isn't it
0: it was something like that sorry egg was actually might have been the other yeah they're sorcerers she's a witch that's right so perhaps maybe it affects them in different ways
1: let us know in the comments yeah (gasps) actually that's a good point
2: yeah
0: because strange sinister strange got the third eye our strange did
1: yeah. Aft. Yeah. Anyway, uh, ponder that's the thought. Let point. us know. A,
0: yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Let's do
1: another comment. Thank you. Another comment. Thank you, Grichmuk. God, oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, muck Punch first, fist.
0: <laughs> yeah, try it one more go.
1: No, that's fine. He knows who he is. <laughs> um, Dan Bullock. Thank you for getting yes. in touch. Strange was at its best when it was being weird and chaotic and disappointing that Chavez didn't get a proper emotive character build, considering she's very likable. Uh, Wong is the MVP, couldn't agree more. Cumberbatch and Olsen, obviously very good, but heavy in exposition, and it felt like an old comic book film. Okay. Um, I agree with he was great when there was so much going on and he had to flip, you know, from sorting out bits going on over here, bits going on over there, and I'm gesturing with my arms. Um, (laughs) And when it was just purely batshit, he was on fire, because I think Benedict's very good at he would have made an excellent Doctor Who. And yeah. he would he, I mean, he's a great Sherlock Holmes for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. He can do chaotic yeah. really well. Um, yeah. I don't know what he means by it felt like an old comic book film.
0: Not sure. Not Could sure. that be
1: because, like, if you go old comic book film, you know, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy is like 20-odd years old now. It is, isn't it? That's an old comic book film. I
0: don't know. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know what he's saying about Chavez getting a bit more of a, a, a build up to the character but then we do kind of we're introduced to Chavez and her version of Strange literally right in the middle of that huge action sequence aren't we? There's kind of there's no gentle introduction hmm. we see them running for their lives, she jumps through the portal and then a couple of minutes later she's there in New York with our Strange being attacked and uh, and so on so there's a little flashback to when she was a kid, but that's about it, really. Yeah, maybe, maybe that'll come in in future film or TV shows or wherever she appears next. But yeah, and I think he's writing that the the film itself, when it's being weird and chaotic, is that what he means, or does he mean strange as a character or the film? I was at his mm. best when being weird and chaotic. Either way uh, it, it works. But yeah, it works. Well again, it, it's it's the whole Sam Raimi thing, isn't it? It's just <laughs> that that wild and, and and kind of chaotic kind of uh, style. Um felt like an old comic book film. Yeah, I guess if if you're thinking of that, Sam yeah. Spider Man's twenty years old now. Um I mean, what else did we have before then? We had Blade. We had X Men was around the same sort of time.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't really know where to take that. How to take that comment? I I understand where you're coming from, but I don't know how you mean it. If that does, makes does
0: sense, it, down. yeah. Do, does he mean it was maybe a little bit more talky? Possibly. Because I thought it was. to be fair, it was talky, but I don't think it skipped on the action.
1: There was, certain, um, there was a certain good threshold of action sequences that kept you going. But I didn't I didn't find didn't it I didn't find it lulled. I was quite happy
0: about no. that. No 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 it, it certainly kept moving. It kept moving. But no thank so you the for last, your comment Dan. Definitely definitely. Um last one from Ian Hunt. So I watched Doctor Strange last night and really enjoyed it. The opening was great, the ending was mad. Mm. Yeah. Um but I thought there was a bit of a lull in the middle. Oh um the camarage bit mainly. Oh, oh okay well well, well we'll come back to that um seemed to me a lot of the dialogue early on and in the middle was a bit on the nose and just to explain why they were going from a to b yeah, well yeah i guess potentially yeah i loved how ramey it was though as a <laughs> yes. big fan of the evil dead camera moves transitions how much horror, horror inflection he got into it thought that was great uh, this was mainly the second half of the film, so I prefer that to the first half.
1: Yeah, I think... It was Raimi. We, we've said it was, that. It was it a Raimi movie, through and through. It was very
0: Raimi, through and through, you're right. Um, Just keep saying uh, what
1: I'm saying, Mark, it's okay.
0: I'll keep saying what you're saying. It, it's okay. <laughs> um, the lull in the middle, I don't know. Well, I thought I, the camouflage
1: bit... I didn't even realise that was a comment, because I I didn't think it lulled. And no, I'm no. I have the attention span of a goldfish. Oh, look, a squirrel.
0: When they went to Kamata, I I um, I kind of
2: I think I I thought
1: it was needed because these two sorcerers as powerful as they were, needed backup, right? They needed somewhere that they could play Wanda on their ground.
0: Yes. Yes. And,
1: you know, it's a bit like why they go to Wakanda in Infinity War. Yeah. And then you know, why it's, well, they don't have a choice to On the campus in Endgame, but they were fighting their turf where they should have had the upper hand.
0: Yes, I think when they talked about going to Camotage, to be fair, those scenes of the training stuff in the first film were not my favorite. So I did kind of go, Oh, I hope this doesn't get this isn't a boring bit. I was kind of expecting a lull, if you know what I mean. But then Wanda turns up pretty quickly and it all goes mental again. Um, I, I know what he's saying about the dialogue and a lot of it was on the nose to get where they were... to explain where they were going. But, but I guess... sometimes
1: that's quite nice because sometimes you just go, why the bloody hell have they done that?
0: Well, there is that. And as I say, they had to fit in a little recap for people who'd not seen WandaVision, right? To explain what had gone on there, perhaps. Um... But he's definitely right in that the second half of the film kind of once it picks up does not let go. No, you quite know right. What I mean it's definitely a film where the second half is better than the first. I will give him that without a doubt. But I don't I don't personally feel like it lulled. Um but I guess everyone's got their own because what was the runtime? Let's let's have a little look. It, at, it was we? only a touch over two hours. Um, Alte
1: Versa Madness. Um, oh, two hours, six.
0: And you've, you've got to 10 or 15 minutes, so that is just the end credits, right?
1: Yeah, so the first one is an hour, 55. Yeah. And we are... We, we always are disappointed, I feel, now, if Marvel films are an hour and a half... Yeah, you know, if they're less than two hours, we think, plenty hell, what are they doing? Oh yeah,
0: and and this is in the age of of Endgame, and even Spider Man was what two and a half hours long, something like that. Uh, something like that. So I think, yeah, I I don't I don't feel like it. Personally, I don't feel like it lulled, but but I guess everyone's got their own kind of threshold. Let's say, of come on, hurry up, get get moving again, kind mm. of thing. Um, I do think it's a film. Possibly more than any other of Marvel's films that would really benefit from a longer cut.
1: Yes, because again, we could have a lot more backstory to bits and yeah. bobs that we've missed.
0: Because if he's saying that he took out 40 minutes of footage... That Release the minutes...
1: Raimi cut. Come on, you heard well, it here first.
0: I can't imagine them doing it, because I don't think Disney... Um, and well, they've never released an extended cut of any of the Marvel films, right? They're quite right. It, it is what it is. They are patchy when it comes to deleted scenes. Would they include forty minutes worth of deleted scenes on, no. on DVD? they, they wouldn't. wouldn't. Would they? they wouldn't. But I think this is one film where. How can I put this? It's like I think this is the film where more than any other, it's been the director's film and not a Marvel film. Uh,
1: well, yeah, because cause he's he's breaking the the Marvel mould, if you like. Because, yeah. you know, think of the Russos. They did straight up action, right? Yeah. They were the Marvel mould. Um, even um, what's his name who, who's doing... John Watts, who did the Spider-Man films? Yep. Yeah. You know, same sort of thing, Marvel Mould. This is the first time yeah. where it's not been action and you know butterflies throughout the whole thing, it's been scary,
0: you know. Yeah. Cause like you were saying about the Russell's, right, or John Watts or or Peyton Reed or who does the Ant Man films or John Favreau who who started the Iron Man films or whatever. Those visually are all completely interchangeable. Right, as good as the Russos are, and they are brilliant at at directing the actors. Ultimately, they're not the ones directing the action. Right, there's a team of second unit directors and stuntmen and action coordinators who work on all these films and make sure that the action is as slick and as impressive as it can be, and lets the directors get on with directing the actors. Yeah, right for the dialogue scenes or whatever that might be. Right. You know, uh, Kenneth Branagh directing Thor isn't directing the big spectacular action stuff, right? He's directing Thor and Anthony Hopkins debating, you know, whether he's deserving of power or not, Okay. Whereas this truly felt like even if Sam Raimi himself wasn't actually directly directing the action sequences, they were done in his style. It's like I was saying before, Brad, even though a lot of the stuff is obviously CG, prime, you know, majority or if not completely, they, they they're using the virtual camera in the same way that he would have used the physical camera on the Evil Dead. Sure. Phones. So it's the first one where you look at it I mean, we know who directed all the the Marvel films, right? We can tell anyone who directed the Marvel films. But if you sit someone down who who only has a passing interest in them or doesn't watch them at all, don't care who directed them, they would not be able to tell you whether Iron Man was directed by the same person who did The Avengers or 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 Captain America: Civil War, right? Because they're all and it's, this, isn't, this isn't a criticism, it's one of the things that Marvel do really well, but they're all visually of a piece, right? There's a consistent visual style that they have over all those films. Yeah. I, with, I, a, yeah. W- with a few little tweaks, like, you know, the, the Eternals with Chloe Zhao, I brought a little bit more into it, But but on the whole, they are all of a consistent piece this is the first one where it's like oh this looks different it feels different and if you're a sam raimi fan you'd you'd go this feels like a sam raimi film yeah
1: i've I've recently got the evil deads to go through just to compare because mm. yeah i'm i'm sold do you see what i'm saying oh
0: yeah this feels like it's like and it's like i said earlier it's the thing of did Sam Raimi make a Marvel film or did Marvel make a Sam Raimi film? <laughs> sure. And I think it's more the latter. Obviously, you still got to work within the confines of the, the overall story. The bigger story, picture, yeah. The bigger picture, the phase four and all that kind of thing. And yes, there were reshoots and rewrites and whatever, whatever. But it's... Is, I think it's the first time where you've actually gone... Like, here is a director who's actually really stamped their visual style on it. And... I wonder if that might help Marvel loosen their grip a little bit on, on the yeah. filmmakers. Because if Sam Raimi can come in and make a whatever the budget is, $200 million, whatever... And it's made four hundred and fifty million dollars in its first weekend, and it's going to go on, and I'm sure it'll make a hell of a lot more. Maybe Marvel will go, oh, well, let's take a few more gambles, let's get a few more visually distinctive directors. Yeah, whatever you think of what Warner Brothers have done and messed up, you know their overall plans for the DC universe. It started off with Zack Snyder, who is a visually you know, distinctive director. Yeah. And they, they trusted him to come in and put his stamp on it. Do you know what I mean?
1: I, I'm completely behind you on Snyder. I feel that they should have taken a gamble and let other directors come in for a time, Time because yeah. he directed so much for them. But, yeah. you know, when you come back to the Justice League and they did the Snyder cut, granted, it's not the film he would have set out to make had he finished it the first time round. No. but again yes it was the right but you but you, thing. you get it. You look at yeah the, you look at the two cuts and you can tell one is not snacks Snyder it's
0: nothing like Zack Snyder yeah and it's it's got that that bland again that's not necessarily a criticism it's got that um that marvel look to it mm. the bright bold colorful when actually Zack Snyder wants it desaturated, high-contrast, dark. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that that after Scott Derrickson left, that Marvel actually went, do you know what? If we're going to make a horror film, quote-unquote horror film, let's actually get in someone who knows how to make a fucking horror film. Yeah, agreed. I mean, yes, Scott Derrickson is a horror director as well. You know, he's, he's made horror movies. But like Sam Raimi is like the godfather of horror. Who better to 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 get in, you know? Mm. And I just hope that for their kind of future films, if they're gonna go, to, you know, they're gonna go down the route of bringing in characters like Blade and obviously more Doctor Strange and and the what is it the group the Midnight Suns, isn't it? So you got Blade. Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, of course. Some of those kind of darker characters. You know, give Ghost Rider to to Sam someone Raimi. who's, you know, to, <laughs> well, give them all to Sam Raimi, but, they, <laughs> but give Ghost Rider to someone who's made, you know, some low-budget action movie. Kind of give Ghost Rider to, I don't know, who who, who does shit like that? <laughs> but, but Lee Winnell. Nah, James Wan. Or James, well, he's done the big budget shit as well now. But but yeah. give, give, give give someone like that. Well, actually, no, actually, I see what you mean because they both came from Saw, didn't they? They yeah. both come from Saw. Give someone like that one of these films. It doesn't have to be expensive, right? It, it can. You doesn't know, it doesn't have to take... be
1: expensive. Well, it's it doesn't a have film, to.
0: Mate. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be expensive. They make them expensive. But they don't have to be. You can do a lot on a on a medium budget with some talent behind the camera.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> do you know? So I th- I'm hoping that this kind of gives Marvel the kind of confidence. Let's say.
1: Yeah, like you say, to so loo- loosen the vice slightly. Just,
0: just to go okay. Because what Sam- what had Sam Raimi done um, of recent? the last thing he did was that fucking Wizard of Oz film about ten years oh, ago. Oh, The Great and Powerful. Yeah. That was nine or ten years ago, and he's done nothing since. What a waste. Have a quick look, sorry. I think the thing he did before that was Drag Me to Hell, which was brilliant. That was Sam Raimi. That was Sam Raimi.
1: Well, it was as well, yeah. That scared the shit out of me. But yeah, was The Great and Powerful, he directed one episode of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Of course. Bit, bit of TV, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One thing I wanted to touch on... Go on. ...was Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. So the tomato meter currently for critics is 75%, and the audience score is 87%. Oh, wow, that's good. It's higher than I thought, because I thought yeah. it was going to get review-bombed, mm. which we mm. won't go into, but I, I just yeah. thought it was going to. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. it hasn't. yeah. But yeah, it's just a curious um anecdote I wanted to throw in there. Overall, I would give it three out of five.
0: I would give it um seven or eight out of nine.
1: <laughs> Fifteen out of twenty-six. <laughs> because it it's not it's not
0: quite up there. For a film that could be marked out of ten, it's not one of those ten out of ten films. No, it it missed some potential. But I I think it's. But it was a solid film overall. Oh, it was great! I really enjoyed it, and I'm sure I will see it again.
1: I'm looking forward to seeing it again.
0: Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. But what I really want to see, what I really want to see, are those deleted scenes. I I still want to
1: see the deleted scenes from No Way Home, but there we are. Still waiting for them.
0: Well, yeah. That's Sony, isn't it, for you? Hopefully Marvel will will release at least a decent selection of deleted scenes. My dream would be that they would go, okay, let's do a director's cut.
2: Hmm.
0: Let's really break the mold for a second time with the same film, <laughs> and that's why I, I think that's where I was starting to go before we went off on a tangent earlier on. Is that they got Sam Raimi in? He's given them an absolute, undoubted blockbuster hit. Second biggest opening behind their last <laughs> blockbuster hit, Spider Man. Right? He's he's proven that he can be trusted. To deliver a, a massive hit, wouldn't it be fantastic if they went, Do you know what? We did all these reshoots, but if you want to put together a, a director's cut, go crack for on. It. Yeah, yeah. Even if it was like just exclusive to Disney Plus, even if you couldn't buy it, oh, wouldn't that be fantastic? I'd I,
1: I, I buy into it. Yes, of course I would. I I'm, can't all, imagine I'm all it, for it seeing. Happening. I, know, I know, I know. I
0: can't imagine it happening, but that would be brilliant if they could go. Thank you for that. <laughs> please please do a director's <laughs> cut. Come on, mm. Kevin, if you're listening. I don't know who you are. I know you're listening.
1: <laughs> Kevin writes in every week. We just don't want to give him the
0: satisfaction. He does. He does. He keeps asking to come on. Kevlar. Says, Kevin. Kevin. I'm going to have to take out a restraining order. <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> We're well, not interested. Just not leave interest. it. It's not Le- going to happen. It's
1: like, it's, like a, it's like a weird jealous ex. He
0: <laughs> <It> just... <laughs> It's just not destined. To we're be over Kevin. you, Kev. Move on. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I, th- I think have, have we now managed to cover everything? I think
1: probably not, but I think, not, but much, I, think no. I think you know if the poor soul listening to this is still with us, good effort. Thank you very much. <laughs> if you've written in, thank you very much. That was a really no, nice surprise.
0: Yeah, that that was great, and there's some really good comments there. I think everyone. I, I think most of the comments were kind of along the same kind of. Gist really weren't they as well i think everyone enjoyed the same kind of bits and and had the same reservations Mm -hmm. um but what what a great film i think we'll probably wrap up there yes so we are gonna have a break two or three weeks maybe a little bit longer just to recharge man recharge a little bit you know um i am sure in the meantime if if anyone has got any comments and questions, do keep sending them over, and um, we will perhaps revisit. Or just do a little catch up. Or we on the could always episode. do
1: a listener special.
0: We could, if we get enough, we could always do a listener special. If there are any listeners who, in fact, <laughs> if there's any listeners listening, <laughs> if there's any listeners listening, but if there's any listeners who actually want to join us and chat properly rather than just us read comments we can do it we can absolutely we can we do have, it we have the technology um so that that would be we'd be more than up for that get in touch um the usual places are on twitter at culture trumpet their email is podcast at you can get in touch via the website
1: you can smash that like button oh, smash, smash that, that subscribe like ring that bell, ring that bell. <laughs> I've been watching YouTube
0: Yes, so we're on all the usual places Don't forget we're on YouTube as well If you want to listen, struck, watch us there And we'll see you in a few Well, we won't see you Not at all, thankfully not You'll hear us in a few weeks
1: (sighs) Like the wind, we're gone We're gone (sighs) (sighs) Cut it there? Yeah (laughs)